famous narration that might seem to indicate that Dajjal is alive and healthy as we speak and that he is chained up in some exotic island. What is this hadith and where do we get it from? This hadith is the famous hadith of Fatima bint Qais, one of the famous Sahabiyat. She narrates, and this hadith is in Sahih Muslim, that one day we were sitting in our house when we heard the crier running through the city saying, As-salatu jami'ah, as-salatu jami'ah. As-salatu jami'ah is how the Prophet would call the Sahaba to the masjid when there was an issue other than the five salawats. So, the Prophet went on the mimbar and sat down. And he said, do you know why I called you? They said, Allah and His Messenger know best. He said, I did not call you today to give you an advice or a lecture to cause you to cry or to fear Allah. That's not the reason, no khatira today. I didn't call you. But rather, I came to tell you what Tamim Ad-Dari came to inform me. Tamim Ad-Dari was one of the few Sahabi who was a Christian and then embraced Islam. The majority of Sahaba were pagans. And so Tamim Ad-Dari, came to me embracing Islam. And he told me a story that happened to him many, many years ago. Now, Tamim al-Dari is from one of the tribes up north. And those tribes were seafaring tribes. They would ride the ocean. And so Tamim al-Dari, he came to embrace Islam. And the story goes as follows that. Tamim al-Dari says when he was a younger man, that he was in a ship of around 30 people from the tribe of Judam and Lucham. These are Christian Arab tribes up north and he was from those tribes and once a, a, a very severe storm came in the ocean and for 30 days they were lost at sea no clue where they were until they came to a faraway you know ocean that they could not recognize and they saw an island in the distance so some of them Tamim al-Dari and a few of them took the smaller boat to go get some water, to go get some food. So you know, every large boat has that small boat to go in. So they took that smaller boat to go to that island. And when they landed on that island, they met a very terrifying animal, a beast that could speak to them, a dab that could speak to them. And Tamim saw this and his people, and they were terrified. And the beast said, come with me. I'm going to take you to my owner or my master. And they, they went uh, to this island and they went to this cave where they saw a, a man larger than any man they have ever seen. And the man was tied up in a more severe manner than any man they have ever seen. And the man then began to ask a number of questions. And it goes like, you know, 10 questions or so. I'm not going to go to all of them. And they were so terrified, they just responded one after the other. And until in the end, the last question was, has the Ummi Prophet been sent amongst the Arabs? And Tamim al-Dari at this time was a Christian, but he was an Arab. He knows the Prophet has come. So he says, yes, he has been sent. And he has come out from Mecca and he has settled in Yathrib because he didn't call it Medina because only Muslims called it Medina. Dajjal then said, if there is good in the Arabs, they should follow him and I will tell you about me. I am the Messiah and it is only a matter of time before I am let loose. And when I am let loose, I shall visit every single city on earth 
in 40 days except for Mecca and Medina for they are made haram for me. Every time I come to them, the angels will uh, stop me. Then the Prophet stopped his lecture and he said, did I not tell you about the Dajjal? And they said, yes, you did. Now this hadith ends over here. Now, this hadith is the famous hadith of Tamim al-Dari narrated by one Sahabiya Fatima binti Qais. And it is in Sahih Muslim and its chain appears to be authentic. Now, this hadith has caused a lot of controversy in the ummah. Why and how? Because it throws a spanner in what we seem to know about the Dajjal. Other traditions mention that the Dajjal will come towards the end of times. They mention he shall be born to a parents who were childless for many, many years and they're making dua for a child and they shall be given a child and they will not recognize that it is the Dajjal. Whereas this hadith seems to throw all of that to the wind and that the Dajjal is alive and healthy, he's tied up, he knows he's the Dajjal, etc., etc. And because of this, this leads us to a very deep issue. Is it allowed to problematize hadith based upon the content and not based upon the chain? And the vast majority of scholars said no. And for good reason. Because if you open this door, then it will never be shut. A very small handful said yes with a lot of conditions. And this is not the time to go into that. But one of those conditions, and I like this, one of those conditions is the problematization should not come from your mind or logic or rationality. It should come because it seems to be clashing with other ahadith. You understand this point, right? We have to now reconcile between this. So based on this issue, we have some great ulama from the past and from the present, they did problematize this particular hadith. And of them, we have the most famous alim of a hundred years ago, and that is Sheikh Rashid Ridha, was one of those who said that this hadith doesn't make sense in light of all of these other hadith. Even if it is in Sahih Muslim. Why? because it seems to conflict with other ahadith. So in reality, I have to be honest, I am sympathetic to this minority voice because it doesn't make sense that the Dajjal is alive and healthy. And it also doesn't make sense that if this incident occurred, only Fatima binti Qais narrates it and the Prophet has called the entire city. Something doesn't seem to be right and Allah knows best. And mashallah, our shaykh was a very humble man. He would say, but if the Prophet said it, then I believe in it. And this is exactly what I say. The hadith doesn't seem to make sense. But if he said it, amantu billahi wa rasuli. Simple as that. But mainstream interpretation, Imam Nawi, Ibn Kathir, these scholars, they considered this to be authentic because this is Sahih Muslim. Then the issue comes, how do you reconcile this with the other ahadith about the coming of Dajjal, shall be born at a later time, his parents shall be childless, etc., etc. And you have one of two opinions. The first of them is that time and space mean nothing to Allah. And so 
Tamim al-Dari got lost in, let me speak in the language of Star Trek, and I'm a big fan of Star Trek when I was a child, they got last, lost in a different time warp. And so they traveled to a different time and place, and Allah is ala kulli shayin qadir. And they saw an image of Dajjal projected from the future back to their time frame. And Allah ala kulli shayin qadir. Okay, fair enough. And the other interpretation is that Dajjal is in fact alive and healthy, and that he was born, and all of this happened in the past, and then he is being chained and kept as the hadith of Tamim says, and he shall be released in the future. Now the issue comes, the only hadith that mentions alive and healthy and chains is this one hadith of Tamim al-Dari. That's it. Every other hadith gives a different narrative. Which version do you want to follow? I leave it to you.